The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. We're on the eve of training camp. Don't call it fall glamp camp. <laughs> We're not calling it glamp? Well, we can, I guess. I mean, uh, it's fine with me. Football officially starts tonight. Well, yeah. There's. Uh, you going to watch any of that? I have a reason for you to watch it. Why? His name is Monteric Brown. Buster Brown. Buster Brown will be playing tonight for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just was reading an article in which he is uh, ready to go, and he's going to see some action tonight. So there's your reason to watch the game tonight. All right. Look at that. Yeah. And you can watch. Uh, maybe they'll interview Trevor Lawrence during the game since he's not playing. Yeah, T- I assume he'll be there. T-Law. You know, we're, we're close like that. Uh, oh, he, I see. Yeah, yeah, T-Law. Yeah, huh? uh, Tra- Trevor's not going to play tonight. Neither is Travis Etienne, their second number one pick last uh, last year. You'll remember he played at Clemson. Um, and he had the line of the preseason for the Jaguars uh, when he, was, he, he did something to his leg. He's out for the year, and he's like, well, I guess I picked a pretty good year to miss. I... Cannot name the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Yes, you can. He is a Super Bowl champion. Del Rio. No. Super Bowl champion with the Eagles. Hugh Douglas? Hugh Douglas. <laughs> Hugh Douglas? Yeah, Hugh Douglas, yeah. Try Doug Peterson. Oh, Doug Peterson. Oh, yeah, Mr. Peterson. Okay. Super Bowl champion. Now, with the Raiders, they can Bisaccia. Yes. And they hired a coach. And I don't remember who that is. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Who is it? It's not Gruden. Hmm. Um, I honestly don't know. Who is their head coach? I've got it here. Hold on. No, I got it right here. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Who is the Raiders head coach? Our lines are open. Yeah, please. Te- who is the Raiders Help head us coach? Uh, no, he's, he's dead. No. No, he's dead. Yes. Um, Did they go back to Tom Flores? I'm not really uh, entirely sure about all that. What? No. Who is the Raiders head coach? I'm working on it. Okay. Hold on. Uh, Josh McDaniels. Oh, okay. Josh McDaniels. All right. Thank you. Yes. Oh, here's my, um, And all he's right. calling plays, too. We're, we're firing stupid shots early. Uh, Piggy Smalls is texting. Buster was kind of a bust at Arkansas. He was all SEC last year. <laughs> Good take. Good yeah, take. Good, we're good, off, good, we're, good one. We're off to a flying start here. We're off to a flying start. Who were the two guys that were flirting with the cheerleaders at that game in Mississippi State? Uh, they are currently at LSU. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So he wasn't involved in that whole uh, situation. No, 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 no. All right. Fine. Uh, also, Grant Morgan uh, plays for the uh, the Jaguars. Look at Thank that. Thank you for pointing that trying out, to, trying I forgot to earn about a that. spot on the 53, man. That's right. It is still 53, right? Let me get is, that right. It, it, game game roster is fifty three. Taxi squad of I think eight or nine. I forget what it is. Taxi squad. You know, if you're on a taxi, think about this. If you're on a taxi uh, squad for sixteen games, you're going to make one hundred fifteen thousand dollars. I wish there was an actual taxi that brought these players onto the field with the yellow and mm-hmm. the and the yep. uh, checkerboard and the whole deal. Then a guy that calls you Mac driving it. Hey Mac, what's going on? Where are you going? <laughs> That's what I. That's what I like from a. Uh, I'm, I'm taxi. Squad. I will watch tonight. It's football. It doesn't count, but it's live, and I will sit down and I will watch well, maybe a quarter. Well, it doesn't count, but it matters. Uh, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams are not going to play for the Raiders. What? Yeah, it's the it's the Hall of Fame. Your game. your boy's calling it though. Which one? Mike Tirico on NBC. Here <laughs> come the Raiders. That's right. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. <laughs> 
Well, did you see uh, yesterday, Pittman spoke to the media, mm-hmm. said a lot of stuff. But did you see what happened? No. Did you see what happened I with this not. new uh, contract? No. There's Diet Coke on the podium. Uh-oh. Product placement. We're in the pro- we're in the soda business now during press conferences. Yep, we're doing that. We're doing now, the saving thing. The hit that line was framed up where you couldn't see it, but on ArkansasRazorbacks.com, plenty of room for all of the different accoutrement they want to uh, put uh, and sell okay. on the front I'll, podium. I'll, I'll handle this now because I know he's listening. Uh, Andy, next time you do that, we want the Diet Coke in the shot, please. That's right. Yeah, I mean, so, they're, they're not paying for, for yeah. to not be in right. the shot, all right? Yeah. I will get Help you. us out, will I you? will get you the talking point. Help them out, will you? I don't know. Um, yeah. Has anybody ever lost weight drinking Diet Coke? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Just... No. It's one of those uh, poorly named products, I think. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Eric and Greenwood catching on to the bit. Uh, he says our impression of uh, Mike Tarico sounds like Mr. Bill. Of course it does. <laughs> Touchdown, Jaguars. Yeah. Oh, you can't get too excited tonight. I mean, it's a it's the Hall of Fame. No, game. but like, you got to leave something in the chamber. What are you, you going to do? Watch reruns of something, or are you going to watch some live football? I'm talking about the announcers. Like you can't oh, no. go crazy tonight. So, what's well, the new NBC Sunday team? It's their debut uh, or debut, as my uh, daughter likes to point out. Well, uh, my favorite Hall of Fame game was the year that um, that uh, Nance and Romo were doing a practice game in the Deer Stand. Yes, at the Hall of that, Fame that game, was, that was absolute. Classic. They were trying to get some reps in, which I like. So, anyway, yeah, soda water on the uh, on the uh, on the dais there with uh, Sam Pittman yesterday, which is uh, cool. Because of the new contract, I suppose, right? I mean, I've never seen it before until yesterday. Well, that'd be a first. It hadn't been up there in a yeah, while. That's right. It's so. been about a decade. That's right. All right. You can text us here about anything on the eve of Arkansas training camp, 866-285-GLAMP. Training GLAMP. Thank you. And I don't like the word training either. Right. Um, Why not? I don't know. It just I, Does it remind you of training bras? Is that what it is? Nope. No, all right. Never mind. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. <laughs> No, we're a long way from that. Um, <laughs> okay, I just like glamp. So you want fall? Well, we'll just, call. It, uh, okay, here's. I will. I will meet everyone halfway because I continue to be the champion for training camp, and just to screw me, everyone keeps calling it fall camp. Uh-huh. I will meet you halfway. I'll call it fall glamp. How about that? But glamp is all encompassing. You don't yeah. have to say it. You're, it's like oh, saying, just glamp. Yeah, you're, it's like saying new recruit. You can just say recruit. And we call it glamp because you missed this a day or two ago. <laughs> because when there was actually training camp, you went out to mm-hmm. literally a camp somewhere, right? And you roughed it for like two weeks, and that's when you bonded with the team, right? I mean, right. that's that's what happened. Now the bonding takes place on an airplane over the Atlantic Ocean, going to Italy, right? So, but for football, I mean, they've got their own private. Uh, Fancy Pants uh, Dining Center over there. They've all got nice apartments mm-hmm. or dorms. They're, they're not roughing it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got their uh, their pockets lined with cash now because of all the NIL deals that are cooking over there. So nobody's nobody's roughing it anymore. Sean so. and Alma says, what's wrong with just practice? Sean, I need you to pay attention to what we're doing here. We're trying to dress it up a little bit. Glamp. It's glamour yeah. camp. It's also um, sounds like season. You know, we have talking season. And now we have sounds like season. And I heard this earlier. Sounds like uh, such and such is uh, uh, um, sounds like they're uh, going to need some answers at blah 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 blah. Sounds where it sounds like wait season until practice is done tomorrow and we get all of the affirmations that we all wanted after this is the best first practice ever. I think the best time to get your win predictions in is after the first. Oh, Basking sure. in yeah. the afterglow of the first practice. That's and you'll notice the wild swing that Vegas goes through after their win totals. Sure, all the bets are going to flip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the win totals, they will adjust their win totals after the first uh, practice, I'm right. sure. Right. Yes, absolutely. So that starts up tomorrow, and then there's a game in this is a four weeks. One. This is a good one. This is for the uh, for the message board crowd. Text out of the 479. <laughs> it's now I heard season. According to my sources, season I heard yep. sounds like yeah, sources all, close to me. Season we're all we're all in the same neighborhood. Maybe we're just in different houses. Yeah, we're, you know what? Right, right now we're just we're we're having a meeting to set another meeting. Yeah, we'll, we'll name this. We're thing in the eventually. same subdivision. Right, right, right. You know, we're just uh, we're close. But it sounds like 
Sounds like Rocket Sanders had a uh, hell of a summer. Oh, I think man. That's, what, that's where we're going. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You see? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Rocket Sanders went from 205 to, you know, 215. Oh, he'd been on the weights all year. Ah, ah, ah. Sounds like. He's just fat. <laughs> no, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm you just kidding. I'm, ah, I'm you're joking kidding. around here. Get us in trouble for first, uh, first uh, segment of the day. Pre-camp here. trouble? Yeah, pre-glamp trouble. trouble. We don't want any of that. I do think it's interesting how I'm curious to see how the program that fuels on being doubted handles the fact that no one is doubting them. All right. Text on 479, <laughs> kicking off the show the right way. I heard KJ has a chip on his shoulder and is more focused. Sounds like KJ's got a chip on it. That's what I'm talking about. Sounds like KJ's got something to prove. Yeah. Come on. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Sounds like KJ's got what something What did you to prove. hear? Our lines are open. 866-285-4005. I heard. I heard. KJ's more focused. <laughs> That's right. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the National Football League, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. It is a time now for a new appointment here on Ruskin and Zach. We hope you'll be with us all the time, but particularly Thursdays at 5 o'clock because that's when Chuck Barrett is going to join us moving forward, starting right now, as a matter of fact, on Ruskin and Zach. Chuck, good afternoon. I thought we'd have some special music, guys. <laughs> Well, <laughs> hang on. Can you, you cook something up in there? Uh, come on. Um, I mean, I had I had a page pulled up for you, and, and that's all right. How you guys doing? Great. There we go. I like that. Yeah, that's that's right. good. Yeah. How out? Do people? Um, we we the first time we heard about someone yelling, "Give me the hogs, Chuck!" to you was in the uh, in the bubble in Indianapolis for uh, March Madness a couple years ago. Oh, it's happened since then. It's happened since then. I mean, I'll be walking into the stadium, and I can, I can, you know, somebody will yell it out. I don't always see them, but, yeah, I hear it. You guys are onto something there. I, I had somebody yell it at me Saturday as I was <laughs> walking out of a restaurant. Oh, shit! Okay, all right. Never been more proud. No, that's right. That, hey, you guys are making a difference. Your, uh, your, your daughter, Zach, uh, coined that yes, one, right? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, a 10-year-old girl is the one that came up with that. <laughs> that's right. Well, uh, Chuck, here we are on the eve of uh, Razorback training camp, and just, um, I mean, here we are, and it's its time, and we're, you know, four weeks away from a real game. It's exciting. I think people are ready for a real game. Uh, I'm sure there will be some initial excitement over practice, beginning, as, as there always is. Uh, there will be a little lull period uh, after a couple of weeks where everybody's ready for a game, and then you'll get to game week, but... Um, you know, that that last four weeks before they play sometimes seems like the longest month of the year for fans, and it does for me and maybe for a lot of others too. But, yeah, I mean, when the, when the calendar flips to August, you know it's time, and um, they'll get after it tomorrow, I'm sure. I know you get asked a ton of questions, and uh, we, we'd like to go a little bit deeper than, oh, how are they going to do it? Everybody, everybody knows, you know, it, it, you get those questions a ton. But, I mean, they – there are a lot of knowns on this team. There are some unknowns, and the unknowns are what make me uncomfortable. I, okay, I know what I have, but it's the stuff that I, I, I don't know anything about. What When you look at their roster, look at how this thing's going to break down, when you say, okay, this is the one thing at the top of my list of unknowns that I'm not sure about, what is it? Well, I think you always in our league have to make certain that you're good along the defensive line, have to make sure that you're good enough along the front seven to stop the other team's running game. And I and and I think when you look at Arkansas's defense, I th- I, th- I think as the you know is the case with any defense. I think you you know you wonder and you hope you're going to be able to do that. They've got some experience coming back at those spots, and um, there's a lot of reason to believe that they'll be okay there. And and I think though that defensively, that's always a concern. Absolutely. Oh. Uh, who's the who's the comfort level guy? You know, Burks mm. was the comfort level guy for KJ, and um, who's that guy going to be? I, 
I got a feeling we're going to call Trey Knox's name a lot um, because, you know, he really came on a year ago. He's rebuilt his body. He's going to be an athletic tight end. I think a guy who can, you know, you get him in the right matchup, he can beat you deep still. And uh, he can do a lot of things in the intermediate passing game. But somebody's going to have to emerge from the wideouts, how they're going to use Hornsby. Um, I think there are a lot of questions there, but but I think there are a lot of good answers coming um, in that group too. But, uh, you know, the the thing that I'm glad about overall is is that, you know, we've been in situations where, you know, you've, you've, you're, you're asking guys to do something that maybe they've never done before, and you're just kind of hoping. Um, you look at the guys who are coming back, the guys who are going to play along both lines of scrimmage. I mean, these are veterans, and uh, you know what you're getting. Uh, you, you don't have to just hope. And I think that, um, you know, when you, look down the, when you look down the two deep, it's a pretty solid unit. When you, I mean, you just you said what I was going to ask you, which is okay. You're asking certain guys to do some things that maybe they haven't done before. They're not comfortable doing. Trey Knox is one of the guys that I, I think in the passing game is great, but he's a wide receiver by trade. Inline blocking, I mean, we all know that they like to, to line up and they're going to run the football straight at you. Concerns about Trey being able to handle a Will Anderson who he's going to get lined up on at some point. Well, we're going to find out. You know, he's changed his body. Uh, and by changed his body, I, I don't mean he's going to look like a totally different player, but he's going to look a little bit more perhaps like a tight end. Um, you know, I, I don't think, very frankly, when you talk about a player like Will Anderson, I don't think Trey Knox is going to block him by himself, and I don't think anybody else is either. Uh, I think when you play a player like that, I mean, it's a um, uh, there's more than one guy that's going to have to touch him. Uh, and, you know, Knox is a guy that, you know, we're going to find out about that part from. But, um, you know, he's a player that, you know, there was reason to believe, really, at points early last year. There were reasons to wonder, you know, is he going to be here? Is he getting ready to leave? Um, you know, that four-game thing. I mean, there were some reasons to wonder. And he recommitted and, and became – I thought by the end of the season, a, a pretty integral part of the offense, and I think it's going to be even more so this year. Chuck, we were talking earlier about how you know it was easy to have the kind of foxhole mentality the last couple of years because nobody really thought you were going to do anything uh, in this league in football. But now, everywhere I look, everybody loves Sam Pittman. They love Arkansas. So I'm I'm curious how they're going to, and they will, but I'm curious how they find that edge when everybody's patting you on the back now. Well, they'll find something. I guarantee you they'll find something. Um, you know, I heard Coach Pittman the other day reference the fact that, you know, he's had people doubt him and KJ's had people doubt him and they kind of like it that way and They'll find something. I mean, teams and coaching staffs, uh, you know, they'll uh, they'll they'll find a slight somewhere. Some look, some players are motivated by that stuff, and for some players, doesn't mean anything. Um, I think for the quarterback, though, I think for KJ Jefferson, uh, I do think it's something that motivates him, and they'll find some things. I don't have any doubt about that. One of the things I, I love about what they're doing, especially on the defensive side of the ball with Barry Odom, is is they're, is they're building a defense that is sort of complementary to the talent they have. They're going to put Drew Sanders in at that, that weak side linebacker spot. But the guy that I think is they, – they've developed a defense for him is Jalen Catalan. They're going to put him at that middle safety spot, and his first responsibility is run stopping, and that's what he does best. This guy's going to be a human missile coming out of the, the secondary, stopping those quick bubble screens in the run game. Well, you hope so. I mean, he certainly, I mean, that's a position where he ought to be able to thrive. Uh, that's that, um, you know, he's he's going to be able to do a lot of the things that, you know, his athletic ability allows him to do. And I'm excited about seeing that. I, I just think, you know, to me, you could nominate Barry Odom at the very least uh, you could nominate him for the Broyles Award every year, and I wouldn't argue if you gave it to him every year he's been at Arkansas. I, I, I don't know if there's an assistant coach, and I say this respectfully to Coach Bryles and a lot of other really good coaches in our league, head coaches and assistant coaches. I, I don't know 
if there's any assistant head coach or coordinator on a staff that means more to theirs than he does to ours. I, I just think that um, he'll find a way. He'll get the most out of what he's got. And um, I, I don't have any doubt about that. I, I think that it's – that you could argue that the moment that this thing was going to work for certain was the moment that Sam Pittman hired Barry Odom and then you know he, he's kept him after um, – being chased a few times by some some other places because you can, not only do you have a guy who can build a defense that can work in spite of the fact that you're not getting all five stars at all levels, but that other thing that they always talk about when they go on those walks around campus, the, the sounding board, the confidant for a first-time head coach at this level, um, to have that, is, I think it was one of the most important moments here in a really long time. Well, he's a culture guy, too, and he and Coach Pittman, I think, are are of the same culture, and that word gets overused a lot, but I'm going to tell you something. Those are football coaches. You talk to Sam Pittman and Barry Odom for five minutes, and, I mean, you know, if you just met them and had no earthly idea what they did, you'd you'd realize pretty quickly they were coaches, and uh, I know it's this way for all the staff. I mean, you could say the same thing about Kendall Bryles and Every assistant coach down the line, uh, they're all football coaches. But, um, you know, these two guys embody, I think, what you want. And, and you know, Coach Pittman was, you know, he, he was smart enough to hire him. And uh, he's worked hard to keep him. And um, Hunter Yurichek's done a lot there, and others have too. But, you know, we're lucky to have him. And I think our defense will be fine. When you look at how this thing has sort of evolved, especially in the offensive side of the ball, I mean, Kendall Browns came in with this, you know, pass first, spread it around. They were down at FAU throwing it all over the place. And the way they look, or at least it looks on paper now, strength of the offense is clearly the offensive line and the running backs. And you got a 245-pound quarterback. I mean, this is a team that's probably going to line up and come straight at you until you can stop them. Well, you know, in our league, this, uh, this idea that you're going to trick people uh, that you're going to fool the best defensive coordinators in the game. I mean, that's that's kind of silly. You've, you've got to do what you've always had to do, and that's beat them up front. And uh, it's, it's, it's been that way, and it's even more so that way, I think, now than ever before because you've got such great defensive linemen. I, I mean, guys that can, you know, just do about everything you'd ask some, you know, a big athlete to do. And, um you know, I, I think the key to all this offensively is that, you know, they've become physical over the last three years. I mean, they have a physical mentality now. Um, they hit every day in practice. And, um, you know, we get caught up in, you know, what I call the PlayStation stuff, and a lot of PlayStation coaches get hired. They Boy, they're the kings of matchups, and they can scheme you to death. But um, as my – one-time partner Keith Jackson said, at some point you got to stop scheming and play the play. And if you're not good up front when it comes time to play the play, all that scheming doesn't matter. And um, I think that any offensive coordinator, even you know someone who has a reputation for being as wide open as Kendall Bryles, um, when you're physical up front and you can run the ball and you're rugged, um, all those other things – they seem to work a whole lot more, and um, I think they've got a very good balance in terms of the ability to play physical uh, and the ability to be innovative at the same time. Ruskin and Zach with Chuck Barrett here on ESPN Arkansas and on HitThatLine.com. Your drive home, as always, is powered by Mr. Sparky. So training camp opening tomorrow. Uh, people are excited about that, and I have – Surprised isn't the right word, Chuck, but it's really been something to see how much interest basketball is getting in July and August. You know, it, it people are fired up about this stuff. Hey, people are going to pay, what is it, twenty nine ninety five? Is that what I yeah, read? Something people like are, that, yeah, for flow people, sports, yeah. People will pay. People will pay. And, um, yeah, and, and look, this is going to be a great team. And... Mm. There's a level of talent there that, you know, we've not seen in a long, long time. And people are excited to watch them. I would imagine when they play that first game at Bud Walton, um, the place is going to be close to full. I, I don't think we're going to see the 8,000 crowd on a, you know, Wednesday night in December anymore because 
This is the kind of team that you're not going to see come down the pike that often. A lot of these guys, I say a lot, some of them are going to be one and dones. At least one of them I'm sure will be a one and done. I'm sure others think they're going to be. So, um, you know, there's an opportunity, I think, to see something special, and people sense that. And um, I think there's going to be a lot of people paying attention to what's going on over there in Spain and Italy. Honestly, the, the wins and losses don't matter. Uh, this is about, I mean, they're going to be so far ahead of other teams in the league that aren't doing this. I mean, I, I, I was listening to Musselman's thing yesterday, and they're talking about having, you know, a, a good portion of their press breaks in and the offense installed, their inbounds plays, all of this stuff that you probably wouldn't get to until September or October. Now you're getting in in August, and you're going to get to play some games, and that familiarity, I mean, this is huge for them just to, as a launching point. The wins and losses, I, I think, are irrelevant. Well, you you know you are keeping score and you do want to win, um, but you're right in the sense that it's an opportunity to grow as a team. Um, you know, I've been around enough of them over the years to know too that you know what you become off the floor as a team. I'm not going to say it matters as much as what you do on the floor as a team or what you become as on the floor as a team, but they sure do go hand in hand, and I think there's great value. Um, and, look, not every place able to afford it. I mean, this is one of the luxuries of being in the conference that we're in and having the budget that, you know, we have is that you can do things like this. And uh, But I, I, I think it, you know, I think team building matters, and I think those things contribute to what you become later in the year. But you're right, when you are able to play against other guys – and, you know, you don't know what they're going to do and they don't know what you're going to do. You don't recognize, um, you know, every time what they're going to do when they come down the floor. And I'm sure the level of competition, there'll be some, there'll be some difference in that at some point. I, I'm, I'm certain of that. But, um, yeah, you go over there and you play. You get to know one another. And you're right. You get to practice. And, um, you know, I've been around a few of their practices, and I will tell you that, they get a lot done in a short amount of time, and um, you give us some extra, or anybody on this staff, you give this staff some some extra time to prepare, and they're awfully good. You're, I mean, you've given up a trip to come hang out with us. I mean, how come I you weren't am. invited on that trip? Yeah, you know, they uh, over the years they never took the radio crew, and the excuse always was, well, you, you know, you can't. Back in the old days, we had ISDN lines. Well, you can't make the phone lines work. You know, it's just it's too expensive and all this stuff. Well, you know, now you can internet it over. But, uh, nah, they didn't say anything to us about well, that. You can't take Zim to Spain. He's going to wind up running with the Bulls or something like that. <laughs> well, you're going to lose him. I see where he and Brett Dolan are going to call yeah. it remotely yeah. for uh, Flow Sports. And, uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you can barely turn – Z loose, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't. Starkville, yeah. much less Spain <laughs> or Italy. The, it, here's the big question: Are you going to Maui? Yeah, yeah I'm going to Maui. Oh, I'm going okay, to Maui. all right. All right. Well, I mean, you got the better end of the deal on that one. Hey, that hey, here's here's how that works. Here's how it worked the last time we went. We play on Saturday. You you fly to Hawaii Sunday. You do games Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You catch a plane about midnight Wednesday night. You fly back on the red eye. You get back sometime Thanksgiving Day, and this year it'll be in Columbia, Missouri. So it's a fun two or three days in Maui, but, man, when you get to Sunday of the end of the week, you're you're ready to rest. That is uh, – we've talked about this before, Zach, and I. That's one of the kind of iconic venues in American sports, that Lahaina Civic Center, that little – gym that they have that in everybody's that's a sports fan mm -hmm. has seen a game that's been played there through the years with this tournament and you know when you pull up you park in a dirt parking lot you know, <laughs> half dirt half gravel that's Hawaii and so um it's a little high school gym I mean there's nothing to it there is absolutely nothing to it when you drive up I mean it's 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 not like you're at a college game with, you know, people out there, you know, directing traffic and parking. You just pull up, yeah. and um, that's kind of <laughs> how it is out there. It's very informal, but so is everything else in Hawaii. Yeah. And um, so that's just kind of how they do it. So what they do to Chaminade? What did Chaminade do wrong? Yeah, come on. We I mean, that, Chaminade. That, Chaminade has maybe the greatest upset in basketball history. They knocked off the number one team, Virginia, and now they get kicked out of yeah. their own tournament. Is, is is there going to be, you know, there's a bunch of Hawaii tournaments. Is there going to be another one that they get to play in? 
I'm not. I'm probably so. Probably. I would imagine. But, but, but this is the big one. This. I know. I know. Yeah. I, know I know. It was. I don't know what the I answer thought. to that is. Well, look. Here's the deal. If you're going to have a team like Chaminade in a, you know, in an ESPN tournament, which is basically what this is. You know, every once in a while they got to win. I mean, it's, it's been a long time since they beat Virginia. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I actually had not noticed that, if you want to know the truth. But uh, maybe there will be a tournament thing playing over there. Yeah. Uh, Jason in Fayetteville has texted in that the uh, the Maui-Tacomo, that's not a direct flight. So that- No, it's not. No. That, no. Listen, I, I have shuttled. I've done this. Anybody that's tried to get to Como, as they call it up there, via St. Louis, knows that you know you can't exactly get flights, commercial flights, into Columbia, and so you fly into St. Louis, and they've got this shuttle service, and and apparently it's very popular. A lot of people use it. There were a lot of people on it the day I was on it, and it takes about an hour and a half to get from St. Louis to Columbia. So ultimately, that week that starts in Maui will end on a shuttle bus between St. Louis and Columbia, That is Missouri. going from the penthouse to the that outhouse. That is a come down. That is, that, that's a reminder right there that uh, Stay home. you're not what you think you are, buddy. Uh, kids, kids, so you want to be in broadcasting. That's well, right. That's exactly right. Uh, your drive home on Ruskin and Zag is powered by Mr. Sparky. I had one other uh, question I was thinking about today because I, I can't recall you missing many games over there, if any games, what's the sickest you've ever been doing a game? Man, I'm going to tell you the truth. I uh, and this is kind of, uh, uh, I guess it was my second or third year. I contracted shingles, mm. and it was brutal. I, I mean, anyone that's had it, it, it is absolutely brutal. And uh, I remember we were playing. I think it was Georgia at the end of the week, and. Um, I, you know, I, I can confess now I was I was pretty hopped up on pain pills that day. <laughs> and fortunately, I didn't say anything that, like, got me fired. But, uh, <laughs> ooh, that was a bad day. Usually, I mean, my, my side started hurting as soon as I started thinking about that. But that's the sickest I've ever been. That's as close as I've ever been to bowing out. Wow. All right, we're going to have to go find a tape on that one. <laughs> yeah. We're going to pull yeah. that one. Go find the archives. There. I know a few other times maybe I didn't feel all that well, but uh, that was that was the worst. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, uh, <laughs> I was just curious about that because, I mean, you are like uh, – I mean, you're always there. Like, if there's a game, you're doing it usually with, with football and men's basketball. Unless there's a conflict. Every yeah. once in a while we've had a conflict. Well, we've That's get, true, We've yeah. got to get some sort of streak started again. Now, so hey, we'll figure out how many games you've done, hey, and that'll now, be the let streak. let me tell you. Let me tell you. We did this a couple, couple of years ago. We had a basketball game midday in Fayetteville, and then we played LSU in football uh, at night. It was not this time we went to LSU, but two years before that. So we're flying on the school plane. And uh, long story short, we got there late. And so we got into the car, Hunter Euro checks in the vehicle, and there's some others as well. We're trying to get to the stadium. There's been a wreck out on the interstate. And the trooper says, guys, I'm going to tell you, you're probably not going to make it. So we're on the phone, and I'm calling the the, uh, the stadium, and, and we're getting – I think Scott Inman was still with us. Then. I think it was pre-fill. And uh, – Scott's going to end up having to do the play-by-play. And we got in Jerry Jones's personal police escort. Nice. <laughs> and we made the game 12 minutes before kickoff. Wow. That's a true story. Matt Zimmerman drove the Tahoe while Hunter Juracek rode shotgun. Wow. And we barely made it. Barely Jerry, made it. Jerry Jones saved us, man. We'd have never made it without his police escort. Wow. Wow. Well, we're looking forward to to these visits uh, throughout the uh, throughout the season, Chuck. So thank you so much for the time today. All right, today. guys, enjoyed it. All right, that's Chuck Barrett. He'll be with us uh, at 5 o'clock on Thursdays going forward here on Ruskin and Zach. So make an appointment to be here for that. Guys, sometimes stress, anxiety, or a bad day can affect performance and ruin a fun night. But BlueChew.com is here to the rescue. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra or Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. 
and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is really simple. You go to bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. And you don't have any pills to swallow. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than the pharmacy. Here is the special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code BLEAVE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your first month for free. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Okay, I just looked up um, Utah's schedule. Mm -hmm. They open at Florida, so they can get an SEC win in the Debut of the Billy Napier era. And boy, God help Billy Napier if he loses the opener given the rough summer he's had with some of the internet nitwits that follow Florida Gator football. Mm -hmm. Because that's probably where all this originates. And actual sane, like-minded people are willing to give Billy Napier an actual shot to do the job before they want to fire him. Um, So they could get an SEC win, but I mean, I don't. I don't think this is. I don't think Utah, the Pac-12 gets shut out again in the playoff. As far as I can tell, if Utah were to go undefeated, a one-loss Pac-12 team is in peril. An undefeated Pac-12 champion, maybe. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't think they're going undefeated. They got to go to Oregon. Mm-hmm. Arizona State's okay. That's a road game. Arizona State sucks. They are. Oh, I thought in, they were good. No, they're in complete disarray. Well, why didn't they fire Herm then? Because he's got recruiting violations in addition yeah, to all yes. that stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, in addition to everything else that's going how, on. How do you commit recruiting violations now when there are no freaking rules? Like, I don't understand well, that. You, you commit them very brazenly. You, <laughs> I mean, you don't admit anything. No one is minding the store, and mm-hmm. you got arrested for shoplifting. That's right. That's How'd that right. happen? Uh, Dustin, like, has come point, on. Dustin has pointed out that no Arkansas team has ever won a national title after going to Europe in the preseason with a star player having a hurt. That's finger. a very That's, specific stat, and well, we thank you well for done, it. Well done, Dustin. Uh, uh, we thank you for that. Um, by the way, I, I owe you a debt of thanks. Me? Because now, after yesterday's program, uh-huh. now every time I fire up YouTube, I get an ad trying to get me new glasses. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> You need a new pair of glasses. <laughs> no, I don't. He does. <laughs> but it's my computer, so now uh, I've got to go and you know see, get another you one. You don't think the machines are listening? Of course they're listening. Uh-huh. I typed in glasses yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, of course. So, thank you for that <laughs> very much. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. You've ruined my search history. That was a DQ thing. She brought it up. It wasn't my fault. She did? Yeah. All right. I guess so. Sure, blame her. She's not here to defend That's correct. That, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do for the next eight days. Two hands under the bus, full extension. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> Plant your feet, take the charge. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Jalen Williams' thing. Come on. Right. You think Jalen Williams could get a charge in front of a Dodge? I think so. What is the better legacy of Jalen mm. Williams? The two Elite Eights or the fact that they changed a rule in college basketball because of him? They changed, oh, changed the, the rule. They changed the rule. Yeah, they changed the rule. Rick Barnes, he took like, you know, 10 charges in that game. And Rick Barnes threw a fit. And even the NCAA was like, eh, wait a minute. What's going on here? And so they yeah. uh, they changed the rule on you're, you're an influencer at that point. <laughs> you are. That's right. Doing it for the gram. That's right. At that point. Yes. So here's what is interesting to me as we get ready for Arkansas. 
training camp. And, and Pittman said something at media days in Atlanta a few weeks ago that was telling now that um, we've kind of consumed all the July talking season stuff. And Pittman basically said if you're relying on you know, negative articles or posts or whatever to motivate you, you're in trouble. And this is this is a very pitch perfect thing to say because nobody out there does not believe. Everyone believes in Arkansas now. So what fascinates me about this upcoming season, and I don't know how much it'll manifest itself in training camp because again it's are the narrative of training camp is very carefully crafted and adjusted and curated and is not organic like a game where we see it and we react to it. Everything about training camp that you see is very carefully curated. So what's going to be interesting is how the program that thrives on doubt from the outside is able to handle when no one on the outside doubts them. There's nothing... You could throw out the KJ doesn't get all SEC stuff, but that's about it. Like, there's not anybody out there that I've seen, Zach, that's like, yeah, you know what? Arkansas is going 5-7 and seven this year. Like, it, there's no there's no fuel for, for, for in that regard for anybody over there right now. Oh, sure there is. They're wired differently than we are. And when they hear it, I, I'm starting to get to the point where, like, Jordan needed... You know, just somebody to look at him cross, and and he had the motivation he needed. No, things are good over there. They don't. It, you know me. Do it again. What you can, anybody can do something once. You can run into a fastball once and hit it over the fence. It doesn't make you a great home run hitter. Same sort of thing over there. All right, you got a, you got a, you got a jacked up schedule this year. It's a real football schedule. Go do it again. Go win eight against this schedule. You'll have, I mean, you will now be in that group where you're expected to be eight. What, what's the over under on uh, wins? Six uh, and a half, seven. Six. Uh, I think um, West Westgate put it at firm seven. Okay. a few couple weeks. All ago. right. So, so they're thinking seven and five. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, I, everybody I've talked to thinks you know eight, nine, and then you get the one. You, the, you get the one guy, the outlier, going, "Oh man, we're going to win three games." You know that you got that. Or one the guy. outlier that thinks they're going to win ten games. Right. Well, th- that's like the Russian judge and the uh, Yugoslavian judge. You just you, throw them you out. Throw those and out. You throw them out. And you, you, the truth is in the middle, middle somewhere. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The, the truth is, you're going to probably lose a game you shouldn't, and you're probably going to win a game you shouldn't. Hmm. Did that happen last year? Sure. Look, they didn't. They didn't deserve to beat Mississippi State, and they didn't deserve to beat LSU, but they did. They didn't deserve to lose to Mississippi, but they did. Hmm. It evens out over time. The good. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. How about that. Didn't deserve to beat LSU. You didn't play better than LSU. LSU oh. and, and LSU was in disarray at that point last year when you went down there. Yeah. Now you got them at home. I mean, they're going to be. They'll be a much more disciplined team than they were last year. They they have a direction now. You know whether or not they got the talent. You know that that remains to be seen. But no, I mean you should have beat Mississippi. I think everybody kind of feels that way. But there's just not like there's not that viral like last year. Not only was KJ disrespected, Brad Crawford said he was the 14th best quarterback in the SEC right. out of 14. Right, better than Ken, worse than Ken Seals, who I believe is now. Um, Running a Michaels somewhere in uh, in Central Tennessee. Uh, he's part of the Ben Hicks Law. I I see. Oh, very right. good. That's right. That's right. But, see, see Ben Hicks I, for I mean, all your interest. They should have beat Auburn teams. last year. They should have beat Auburn. Auburn was when, was a. They should have beat Auburn two they, years ago too. They, they, Auburn there. was one of those games that was really really weird because Auburn took off in the second half, just beat you. I mean, they just ground you down and beat you. No. And we hadn't seen that happen in a while. Some of it was an accumulation. Uh, you know, I think that the week before hadn't they played Georgia the week before something like that. Maybe it was the week after, whatever it was. But uh, th- that three-game losing streak, I think, kind of uh, it centered them a little bit and, and brought them back down. And, and they played re- they played their butts off the last couple of weeks, got the win. You know, should Again, should have beat Mississippi. That's the one game I think everybody kind of circles and goes, you know what, that one got away from us. Yeah. I mean, you give up 52 points, but you score 51. That's I mean, you score 51, you feel like you're going to win every well, time. And, they, and then they ran the worst two-point play in the history of football to try and win the game at the end there. Yeah, he hasn't. By the way, Kendall Browns has not converted a two point conversion at Arkansas. Just is that a true thing? Yeah, absolutely. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. 
No. Clark, are you? Wow. Well, that's something. They're not, they're not good on that yet. Hmm. All right. He's, I think, I want to say he's at like 20%. I forget what the number is. Like 20, 25% on all-time two-point conversions. Hmm. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Hey, and look, if your defense isn't good and you give up over 30, right now they haven't won a game when the opponent scores over 30. I, I think the, uh, yeah, that's, that's also um, a thing. I think that what's got to happen. Last year, we talked about the M's. You got to beat two out of the three M's for a season to feel like it matters. And they did. They beat two out of three, had a shot to take all three of them. Hopefully, they have corrected this incredible, weird void in the galaxy where they couldn't beat Missouri forever. Okay. They beat Missouri last year. Let me ask you this. Do you no. think they're better than Missouri? I think they're more talented than Missouri. Okay. Yes. Do you think they're better than better coach Mississippi too. State? Uh, I think it's close. Do you think they're better than Missouri? Or, excuse me, Mississippi? Across the board, I would say no. Okay, so... In that group, at twenty-two you, positions, you I think they're going three and zero, two and one, one and two, zero. I think I think they'll probably go two and one again in in the M schools. Okay. You can't go one and two, Ooh. and you can't go zero and three. No, that that is the recipe for a bad football season at Arkansas. But you take two out of three of those, it's a good year. You you sweep them all, it's a great year. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you another thing that could help this be from a good year to a great year is to end this Auburn losing streak. I mean, they haven't beat Auburn since Bielema was here. It's weird, right? It is but, just but bizarre. It, it's replaced the Missouri streak. Where you well, just, that, that's you the longest panics. one now, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, happy Texas A&M Day. Today is 8-4. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. But, <laughs> yeah, thank you. The, um, is this on? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. That was funny. Uh, the Auburn thing, is, Auburn's got talent. but And when they get mobilized and moved in the right direction, they're dangerous. But they haven't been yeah. moving in the right direction in a while. Yeah. But... You know, that goes back to the Gus thing. Gus would Gus could lose to Alabama and be okay with it, but if he beat Arkansas, he was fine. He yeah. he did not lose but, to Arkansas. But Gus's uh, overlords there, when you lose to Alabama, they weren't right. too happy about they, that. They had, a, they had split priorities. And Auburn's overlords couldn't care less about the Arkansas. That's also true. So, but I, I feel like there's just not a lot of negative. Like, you can't pass around a video clip of some pundit somewhere Going, you know what? I think Arkansas finishes last in the West this year. There's just not that fuel. So how these guys and how these coaches are able to keep the fire stoked when there's everybody's kind of in your corner now after years of doubting you, it's going to be fascinating to see how that, um, how that psychologically mm-hmm. plays out because it's real easy to – Play us against the world when nobody likes you. When when you are not popular, when you are losing, it's real easy if you've got the right people to circle the wagons and, and get everybody you know, pulling in the right direction. But when when the accolades start and when the platitudes and when when you're all you're doing is getting patted on the back at this place, and this is the only place I've ever covered. I've been here. This will be like my you know seventeenth football season or whatever it is. It's hard. It's hard to stay hungry. Can they do it? Will they do it? It's going to be fascinating. Well, I, they didn't win anything last year. <laughs> they, I mean, there's no uh, – yeah, you got all the trophies in a bowling ball, but you didn't win the West. <laughs> uh, that That's great. I mean, if the goal is a national title and, and to win the SEC, then you didn't win anything last year. You took a big step forward. Now you got to maintain it. That's going to be the That's going to be the thing. Can you maintain what uh, what you had? Uh, Jimbo from some text coming in here on football. Mm-hmm. Jimbo from Stamp says Harson will be canned by the time the the Auburn game happens. Right. Uh, Ar- uh, Auburn has Ole Miss, then they have the bye. So if it is going sideways there, that would be the time you pull the ripcord if you're Auburn during the bye week, going into the Arkansas game. What's so their schedule look like Mercer, I mean, San Jose State, Penn State. Missouri, LSU. First five at home. They're four and one coming out of that. Okay. They go to Georgia. They go to Ole Miss. Loss, loss. Okay, so you're, you're four, four and three, three going into the Ar- going to the bye, going to the Arkansas. All right. I don't know which one. They're going to either lose to LSU or to Penn State, one of the two. The Penn State game's out, uh, at Auburn, so 
I mean, they played pretty well down there. If they lose to Penn State, and, you know, there's a lot of people in Auburn that don't understand anything other than SEC football. True. So they'll be like, what in the hell is this? Uh, this team comes down here and beats our team? Wait a minute. That will... It'll start... The wheels will start to wobble at that point if they don't Didn't win they that they game. they lose to Penn State last year? Um. Yes, uh, 28-20. Yeah. Up at uh, Happy at Valley, Happy obviously. Valley, yeah. Yes, that's right. All right. Yeah, so... Uh, Jimbo says Harson will be canned. Uh, JR and Lowell says Auburn's quarterback's going to be in prison. Yeah, there's something so, going on down there. Well, on. he was released like 20 minutes after they uh, ah. they uh, detained him he got today. got the Jimbo treatment, okay. Something like that. The that Jimbo treatment? Jimbo uh, Fisher. Oh, I see. Uh, Trey in Hot Springs has been saying, is saying what I've been saying all along, which is losing Corral and adding Jackson Dart is a big step backwards. Jackson Dart sucks. Okay. Okay. But I have seen multiple okay quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. When Lane Kiffin is whispered in their ear, they get better. I hear you. Nobody gets worse when that guy is calling the plays. So JT Daniels goes to Georgia, USC quarterback. Washed out, now he's out at uh, West Virginia. It's a USC thing. It's not a, he'll be, he's not Matt Corral. He he is not going to be any, he's not going to sniff all league. Jackson Dart likes to throw it to the other team. I've seen it happen more than once. He's he he's good for them for the rest of the league. He is going to get eaten up. He's not seeing pressure like he's going to see uh, this year in the in the league. I I I don't know about um, I, I I don't I don't know if I buy into all the, remember Matt the Jackson Cor- Dart hate. Remember Matt Corral year one under Lane Kiffin? Yeah, he six, threw, threw, threw six, six picks, picks against Arkansas. Well, yeah. this is Jackson Dart year one. Okay. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.